0: Hello, we're back again, seventh episode of the Fitness Inc. podcast. Uh, hello to the new guys who I spoke to this week who should be listening to this because they finally realized they can scroll a little bit lower than the check-in link on the email and found, found the link to the to the podcast. So I uh, hope you guys are listening to this today. Um, a bit of a change in the last couple of weeks where we've spoken more about um, things to do with habit building and goals and things for the new year. We're gonna get into some actual stuff on nutrition that today. Um, something that came up this week, obviously, people starting to, I guess, tighten things up or certainly hit you know hit the ground more with uh, nutrition after Christmas and things. Um, so the topic of cheat meals or cheat days, things like that, came up this week. So I figured we would talk through uh, this today. So cheap meals, if you like, are something that when when I say so when I first started, like whenever it was nearly 14 years ago now started uh as a pt this was something that i used to do we were very much following a a low carb method of eating if you like and then it got to so for me got to like a saturday night i'd have played rugby in the afternoon saturday night it was like right cheat cheat meal cheat night whatever so it'd be you know in a tesco's whatever whatever pizza tub of uh, ben and jerry's ice cream or bag of cookies or whatever it was kind of a a carte blanche if you like after playing rugby particularly as well it was just like eat what you want get all the cravings out um get ready to go back again on uh on the sunday morning um and there was a like for the level i'm gonna say the level of eating we're at there are very when i was at if you like there are very few reasons to have like a, a cheat meal or a refeed or something like that. If you're like a bodybuilder and someone who's dieting to kind of extremely low levels of body fat, there are reasons to give yourself uh, a cheat meal. So things like hunger hormones start to get um, uh, sort of unbalanced, if you like. So by increasing, uh, by having a meal where, or you know, a, a day where calories go back up, to maintenance So they're taking a big jump in. In calories it can kind of help to reset those hormones, help them normalize a little bit, and kind of kickstart fat loss for them a little bit, and also mentally give them a little bit of break from, um, from sort of like strict dieting if they're, if they're you know, if that's what they're doing, if they're getting trying to get down to really low levels of body fat. But for most of us, we're not trying to do that. Certainly, most of the guys, like you guys, that I train me, not trying to do that. So, for me now. I think there are very, very few reasons to have um, a, a cheat meal or a, a cheat day or, or whatever you want to call it. Um, I, kind of a few reasons for this. I feel like it can, it throws up more issues than actual benefits. Um, and we'll talk about kind of the way to implement it or the way to like implement foods you eat, foods you enjoy uh, in a little bit. But the reasons why I kind of went off the idea of cheat meals and why... Uh, I don't like it anymore, one, because when I first started, it was very much about eating low carb, carbs, fat loss, that kind of thing, and then the more I got, the more I learned as a PT, um, and the people I worked with, I, I just kind of questioned more, understood more about kind of calories, calori- uh, energy balance, um, the more I, learned, I started to bring, well, me along with a few of us started to question more the way the group of trainers that I was working with did things, and we, you know... Kind of, I say, brought in more about kind of energy balance, creating a calorie deficit, um, and being more flexible, if you like, with food choices, uh, and being more flexible with your diet, because uh, so there was kind of less need for it that way. I'll come to a bit more on that in a second. Uh, secondly, I feel like it kind of creates a bit of a poor or can create a poor relationship with food, so you start to see things or foods as like good or bad, or foods that you should be eating or the foods that are good to eat and then foods that are bad that you can't eat unless it's a cheat meal um you know and in some people that going from being very strict with your diet for kind of what something like so say you're having three meals a day for 20 out of 21 meals a week being very strict with your diet and only eating kind of you know lean meats fish vegetables things like that kind of what your class is kind of clean foods and then one meal where you just go all out you know Eat, eat eat, whatever you want eat your junk eat your eat your takeouts you know have a few beers or wine or whatever uh it can develop into kind of disordered eating or it can certainly create a, a kind of some bad relationship with food or just lead to like um a kind of all or nothing um kind of mindset and that can be pretty difficult to break uh further down the line as i said a minute ago it kind of doesn't really take calories or energy balance into consideration it's kind of, we've all probably seen this, or to some degree, it's easier to take in calories or eat or drink calories than it is to expend them. So, a decent calorie deficit would be about 500 calories a day. So, knock that over, say, six days a week, that's kind of 3,000 calories. It'd be pretty easy, uh, one night or one day, of going out eating whatever you want, to knock a fair chunk out of that, and uh, enough to either mask progress or slow it enough so that you don't really see it you don't really notice it because you're taking a big enough chunk out of that deficit you've built up during over the week that you can either what you know if you've not built up a big enough one over the course of the week um you wipe it out completely or you're certainly in a big enough chunk that it take you've got to be consistent with it for a long time to start to notice kind of weight loss on the scales or fat loss in terms of like how your clothes are fitting uh things like that the other thing with it is mentally, it's a, you literally suggest to yourself that you're cheating on your diet. That you're, you know, that's a that's a bad thing. If, we, if you're cheating cheating at a game, if you're cheating at a game of football, you're cheating at uh, a board game with a family at, like Christmas a few weeks ago. That's a bad thing, right? But you're suggesting to yourself by having a cheat meal or a cheat day that you know you, you you're you're getting, putting these negative connotations in that in your head, which again can lead to that. Uh, disordered eating it can lead to that all or nothing mindset, and that could be pretty difficult to shift further down the line. Um, it can also start to spiral where you get into that um, you know you ha- you eat whatever over the weekend. You can start to feel guilty for it. You then get to the next day and the next week, and you think, right, I've got to be really strict. I've got to make up for what I had at the weekend. That can be really difficult. So then the next weekend you go, you go oh, I can't wait for my cheat meal. You then don't you know smashing pizza, ice cream. You know, you might have a few drinks as well. You then feel guilty for that, so you think, "Right, I've got to make up for it even more," and that starts to spiral in the negative way. It can get, you can start to become, or people could start to become that restrictive during the week. It becomes difficult to stick to then during the week, and eventually they either fall off the wagon, um, or you know, it it just becomes very, very. It's a very difficult road to go down. Uh, I even like it now. I see a lot of things, more things now, um, where people saying like they're having an off plan. Meal or from trainers saying they'll teach they, they'll teach clients what to do if they if they've got to have an off plan meal. Now for me that's kind of like tomato tomato. It still has that negative connotation, suggests that if you're not on plan, you're not doing the right things. It it feels like it's taking ownership of your diet and taking um, control, if you like, away from kind of y- y- like the the client, if you like, and putting it in the hands of the training session. If you're not if you're not eating as, as this meal plan, you're off plan and that's like for me that loses the uh, the idea of what we're trying to do in the long term in the long term you want to be able to just eat without either kind of gaining weight or feeling like you're you're out of control with your diet we want to try and build a healthy diet that is long lasting that allows you to eat foods that you enjoy that allows you to go out for social occasions to go out for meals with the family go on holiday and for you to not suddenly you know gain two stony in weight and feel like you've gone backwards again and you know for some people that means potentially going back into you know health issues like you know with with blood pressure cholesterol diabetes whatever we're trying to build a diet that you can stick to long term that works for you that you enjoy that allows you to eat like nutrient dense foods most of the time in the form of nice tasting meals Uh, but you can still have a pizza every now and then you can still have uh, a dessert you can still have a few drinks or a bottle of wine or whatever um, without it causing you to fall off track feel like you're Feel like you're cheating or feel guilty uh and without it negatively impacting health as well so what do i prefer and how do i go about it sort of now so the first thing is is that understanding energy balance um and you know i spoke about this a few weeks ago on here about being like kind of flexible with your diet so like i just said we're trying to you're trying to build a diet where you eat mostly nutrient dense foods so kind of lean meats oily fishes decent sources of protein a wide variety of green and colorful vegetables, good sources of fiber, some fruits, and you know, and some I'm going to say like decent carbohydrates, um, or, or, or decent kind of starchy carbohydrates. But then, you know, how, how that works for you in terms of you can be flexible in terms of whether you know the method you follow to create that calorie deficit if you're looking to lose fat. So whether that's you know intermittent fasting or going lower carb or tracking calories or whatever you can be flexible how you go about doing that so you basically can have ownership and kind of you can you know you, the ability to eat whatever you want it's just the amounts and the frequency you can eat those foods in are going to depend upon what you're trying to achieve with your diet for example you can go and have um a, know, a pizza but it's like you probably can't go away without having a pizza every night or you know if you want to have like a couple of glasses of wine that's great you could do that maybe like once maybe twice a week you probably can't get away with coming home every night cracking open a bottle of wine and having a few glasses every night of the week because you're kind of going to take in too many too many calories it's probably too much alcohol for liver to do with you're probably going to go over what is considered the weekly recommendation of units of alcohol to drink it's probably not going to have too many positive health benefits for you either but you can eat more you know there are things like you know, kind of like ch- chicken, spinach, whatever you know, vegetables, things like that. You can eat a lot more of those because you're going to be able to get a lot more nutrients from them. You're going to take in fewer calories from them, things like that. So it's it's about understanding that it's the frequency and the amounts of foods um, that you can eat. But you can eat essentially whatever you want. You, just, you know, I'm never going to turn around to you and say you shouldn't ever, you shouldn't be eating that. It's the free, it's kind of the frequency uh, and the amounts uh that that we've got to look at you should be able to to an extent obviously if you're trying to lose fat there's got to be an element of restricting calories we're trying to build that you know that that calorie deficit but there should also be an element of sustainability so it's a case you should be able to see yourself eating in a a similar way to this in one two you know five ten years time whatever it shouldn't be a case of something you have to endure for a period of time for like you know say 12 weeks 16 weeks six months whatever and so you get to the end of it go right thank god i can go back to eating a normal diet again now it shouldn't be a short-term fix it's there's got to be an element of sustainability to it without feeling like you either need a break from it or you know feeling guilty uh, or like you're cheating on your diet or something like that um obviously there's going to be periods within that where if you are looking to let's say lose fat or whatever you have to be in because i've got to get to the end of it in which case you know you you know for example if you're somebody's got disease, you might need to increase calories for a little bit to give yourself a bit of a mental break but ideally we want to create something where your diet is something you can stick to and in inverted commas without feeling like you need a break from it too much mentally things like that so the analogy i like for it now is almost thinking of it like your like your finances so Think of it in terms of like cal- you, you have a certain amount of calories now this goes for whether you're you know somebody who's tracking calories or or not or just working off making kind of like good good food choices things like that um you know you, you're, you've got a certain amount of calories that you can spend over each day or i prefer it looking at over the course of a week so you know say for example you had 2000 calories each each day so that's 14 000 calories over the course of a week i'm going to use, pick that number just because it's easy for maths for me um but say you got two thousand calories to spend every day week. a week ser- it's a bit like your your monthly pay packet a certain amount of that has to go on making sure you're getting uh like with your wage packet, should i say the the first thing you have gotta make sure is you've got the mortgage paid you've got your bills paid car things like that and then whatever is left over is whatever you can, you know whatever you want to go and spend on eating out going to the cinema you know buying clothes or whatever it is things like that so your diet will work similar the, you know out of those 2000 calories a certain amount has got to go on good sources of protein a certain amount has got to go on healthy sources of fat a certain amount has got to go on fiber a certain amount has got to go on kind of like vegetables and things like that then whatever is left over is what you can spend on kind of like, I'm gonna say nice foods for the better you like you know your chocolates your crisps your your pizzas your your alcohol things like that so it's you know on a daily basis that might be a you know it might be a difficult spend if you like so you've not got a lot of a lot of room to to spend on you know chocolate or a pizza or something like that so that's where you might go I know I'll be a little bit stricter and I'll save bank a few of those calories, bank a few of those calories, I'll wait for the weekend and I'm going to have one larger meal. I'm going to go out for a meal or I'm going to have a pizza or I'm going to have a takeaway or something like that. Um, Understand that is a bigger spend so you have to kind of save up for it a little bit before it and maybe a little bit after it. Or if you've not got anything on socially like that at the weekend, you might go, well, I'm going to have a little bit of something each day. But as long as the kind of, you don't have to be exact with sums, but as long as roughly what you're doing, kind of the book's balance we're on uh, you know you're on the right track and then that might be a case of if you're somebody's tracking calories you can probably be a bit more accurate with this and understand where you can and can't uh, relax food choices a bit more accurately if you're somebody's not you've got to kind of watch what's happening with the scales and things like that and watch what's happening with kind of like belly button measure and things like that and then make adjustments uh, over time so if you're not seeing any progress over a month say you know you've probably got to rein things in a little bit um, and then you just keep making adjustments like that. Um, the other thing I was gonna say on, uh, I was gonna say something else about this financial analogy. Uh, I can't remember what it was now, but it'll come back to me um, in a in a second. Um, uh, no, it won't, so if it does, it probably can't have been that important, um, but yeah. That's probably the best way I can think about something else. So it doesn't have to be exact. You just need to be able to kind of almost uh, look at your diet overall and go right on a on a daily basis. Oh, that was what I was going to say. Sorry. So uh, yeah, so it is about looking at your diet on a daily basis and a weekly basis and going right. Where are my bigger spends in calories going to be? Is they going to be from social occasions for the weekend, for example? Am I going to have to have meals out with work or you know uh, client events during the week? Do I then need to save up calories around these? And then it's about um, going for foods that make your calories go further. So think of it this way. If you go to the sales and you shop in the sales, you can buy more clothes. So say you've got 100 quid to spend. You're going to shop in the sales. You can buy more, more stuff for that 100, 100 pound. Whereas if you buy when it's not in the sales, you're not going to be able to buy as much with that 100 pounds you're not going to make make that 100 quid go as far. Same thing happens with or similar thing happens with calories. If you go if you've got a certain number of calories and you got I want uh I want a pizza, that's going to go that's all gone. All those calories are probably a bit more of gone. Whereas if you go I don't know I'm going to have uh chicken and salad uh, or something like that or chicken and rice and vegetables and make a meal out of that you're going to be able to make your calories go further you'll be able to eat a bigger meal you'll be able to do that for fewer calories so it's a case of when you when you don't have many calories to spend it's looking how can you how can you make those calories go further how can you make a meal that is you know higher in protein so maybe like white meat white fish plenty of fiber so kind of beans pulses things like that lentils plenty of vegetables Uh, kind of greener, colorful vegetables so you can eat a larger amount of food for fewer calories and it's going to help you to stay on track bank a few calories so that when you do have a bigger calorie spend so to speak you're out you've got social the weekend you can go out you can eat it and you know you've got a buffer there so it takes away that guilt you don't feel like you're cheating because you've you know over the course of the week the books are going to balance okay i realized i got a little bit disjointed at the end i forgot what i was going to say because i didn't make a note of that only came to me Part way through um, talking. Hopefully, I've made sense. If there's any questions or anything you guys want to talk about in sessions this week, uh, feel free to ask. And yep, make sure you fill in the check ins, and we'll be back again next week.